Hey, does it ever hit you that we're like pretty close to the end of season six? Like we're sort of in the like end game now. You know what I mean? I'm kind of I'm kind of sad because I really love season six. Season six is really good. Like so far, it's I, it's ranked pretty highly. It's I mean certainly it's better than season five. Yeah, it's such a needed good season. Yeah, it very is. This is like my second or third favorite season. That's, um, that's fair. But, I think this is also. Um, I don't know if this is my second or third favorite. Well, I guess we'll see how it ends. I mean, I know how it ends, but we'll I guess see. we'll see. We know how it ends, and it's depressing. Um, but I kind of excited because I'm also a little bit excited to get to season seven. I know, like seven and eight get shit on a lot, especially by you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> True fact about me. True um, fact about me. I'm kind of ex- I'm kind of excited to give it a second chance now that I'm like older and wiser. You know what I'm excited about? Lesbians? Well, yes, but also it's that after this season, we're going to watch season two of the originals. So we get to go back oh, to the promise. Yeah, we have a break. We get, we get to go. I We get to watch good TV before we do we the slog of the, the back half. We get to do good TV. We get to watch the best season of, no, the second best season of the originals. I was going to say, give it, give it the second best. I listen. I think it's pretty good. I think season, (laughs) season three is better to me. Season three is no, I agree. Season three is the best season of the originals. Okay. So we get to watch the second best season of the originals, which is still better than I think. I think the second best season of the originals, I think is better than the first best season of TVD. I'm so sorry to yeah. say. Yeah. I love Vampire Diaries. It's my, it is my comfort show. But yeah, I think season two of the originals, I think is better than my favorite season of TVD, which is season four. So I think, I yeah. think we're, we're going from a pretty good season of TVD to a really good season of the originals. And then we can sort of, we can struggle through season seven and eight. That's fine. But, like, it's yeah. just that we have these little, like, moments. We get to go back to the originals for a little bit Moment. after this, which is going to be so nice. I'm excited. The originals is, oh, uh, I love it. And especially because it's, oh, uh, I don't want to ruin anything in case, like, there's actually people who listen to this who are like, I'm waiting until you get to season two. I don't, hey, listeners, if that's you, if you actually watch along with us or if you are watching along with us for the first time, can you, like, let us know? Tell us about it. And can, and do you want to tell us who your therapist is? Because I'm pretty sure they're busy. Hey, hi, hello, everyone. Welcome back to After Bites. Favorite Ice Fan Castle continues too late. This time, we are watching season six, episode 16, The Downward Spiral. I'm B, joined by my co-host, Brian. Say hi, Brian. Hi, I'm responsible for global warming. (laughs) (laughs) And this week, like I said, we're watching The Downward Spiral. This episode directed by Ian Somerhalder, written by Brian Young and Caroline Dries. An interesting episode that I enjoy. It is. I think as far as directorial debuts go, not that bad. I feel like they gave Ian and Paul like iconic episodes to, to direct for the first time. Because Paul got the Stelena alternate universe. Mm-hmm. Ian got this epic, like, Caroline horror movie kind of thing. And it's just, oh, I love it. 
This is just, this is such a fun episode because it is, I think last week I described this as Caroline in her Kesha era because she very much is giving like early 2010s TikTok Kesha. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, but also cold calculating villain. And I think it's so fun. Mm-hmm. And I think Candace does such a good job this episode of playing this like, I don't care about anything, but I still need to be in control version of Caroline. I think she does such a good job. I just love this show. I love it so much. I forgot how good The Vampire Diaries is. It's the best television show ever made and got no Emmys. (laughs) Suck on that, Game of Thrones. (laughs) Actually, it's better than Game of Thrones. (laughs) I would say so, yeah. Shall we just... Get, shall we just get right into it? Let's just get into it. You know, we're go- we have no notes, no nothing. We're just going off vibes. Yeah, we really have literally no notes for this, uh, which yes, is my bad. really funny um, because this is an episode that I feel like there's a lot going on, but also it's very straightforward so we can get away with yeah. no notes. We can just do whatever we want and that's what I deserve. We're the bosses here. Nobody can tell us shit, actually. We're in charge, Yeah, is the thing. This episode begins at the Skull Bar. Uh, Caroline is drinking alone at the bar. Uh, and she's asking for a bartender uh, to get her some more uh, tequila. The bartender is like, no, I'm calling you a cab. Go home. You're very drunk. And she's like, no, here's the thing, though. My mom died, like, four hours ago. Or I put her body in the ground, like, four hours ago. So, like, can you, can we just, like, work something out? And then the bartender's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> we just, like, Caroline. I love when they do that. Caroline's trauma dumping, and it's perfect. And it, like, works is the thing. Exactly. But she meets up with Liam, who she says that she forgot existed, and so did everybody watching the show. <laughs> Whoops. Everybody forgot that Liam existed. Anyway... Uh, they make out, she bites him, and then she begins to feed on him. Yikes. Rest in peace, Liam. R.I.P., my guy. You were here, you made no waves, and you left. I wanted to be like, you were here, you served cunt, and you died, but you did not serve cunt. But you did, in fact, die. (laughs) You served something. You served what straight dudes on the CW always need. He served cis straight dude. He served cis straight dude. So Elena and Stefan are looking through the Whitmore College dorm and Caroline Forbes' house. And Stefan is looking through her house and it is completely empty. All the furniture and decorations are gone. Um, Elena's like, the dorm room is completely empty. So they're both like looking there and they're like, all right, listen, um, just let me know if you find her, et cetera, et cetera. Who walks into the Whitmore dorm room but... Bonnie, claiming her rightful place the at DJ last. The why aren't you going to classes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Bonnie's finally fucking back, and she's finally telling Elena, even though she got back last night, and whatever. I don't. The timeline on this episode is so it messy. It is, but I personally think that, like, she just spent the night with da- Damon didn't even tell her. <laughs> I was like, wait, they're dating right now. Yeah, kind of fucked up, but also didn't spend the night because it's only... Yeah, no, it's so fucked up. Anyway, 
uh, Bonnie's back and Elena mm. and Bonnie share a hug and I fucking love them and I'm reminded how much I love them. They're my besties is the thing. I know. I loved when <laughs> Bonnie was like, I think you'd be used to this by now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how many times has Bonnie died and just come back to life and Elena's been like, oh my god, you're a lot. I think this was the fourth time. Um, Because there was season two when Bonnie faked her death. Uh-huh. Season five. And, oh no, this is the third. Third time's the charm? Third time's the charm. <clears throat> actually, actually, it's <laughs> a surprise. <laughs> Cut to the Salvatore crypt. Damon is using a crowbar to pry open locks of a coffin that contained his mother's remains. Kai stands behind him and he's... They're like a weird kind of duo this episode. Yeah, it's a very unlikely duo. I was kind of realized I was trying to figure out like why there was no Damon in this episode and now I realize it's because he was directing it. Yeah. He was a little busy. He was a bit busy. A little bit busy. So he's like ripping off a truly comical amount of locks from this coffin. Did you realize that? He is ripping locks off this entire goddamn scene. I'm like, how many locks are on here? Giuseppe wanted to make sure that no one could get into this coffin. He wanted to make sure this woman stayed dead. No one is allowed into this coffin. Um, anyway, Damon opens up the coffin and uh, it is... A bunch of cartoon snakes just pop out. It's a lot of little cartoon (laughs) bats that just fly out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, it is completely empty. Uh Uh-oh. Whoopsies. I just, I love this trope in television. Like when they're like, someone's dead. But then they're like, but they might be alive. Let's check the coffin. And there's just no body. I love that. Like, I'm a sucker for it. Because I kind of noticed it in like, because I've been, um, um, new show just dropped, by the way. Um, I've been watching Law and Order SVU. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes when you say new show just dropped, you're like, oh yeah, the new hot teen show of the era. This is this new Netflix show. And now you're like, no, this is Law and Order. Like, what? Law and Order SVU. It's so vintage. It's so, it's old but new at the same time. It's because it's been on the air for 30 years. Marushka Hargitay is on this uh, is serving cunt and serving the police. Oh, she is. She serves cunt everywhere she goes, and I'm not afraid to say. I it. love Marushka Hargitay. Marushka Hargitay. I've I understand why my fr- uh, people people are obsessed with her. I get it now. She's amazing. Um. Anyway, um. But like, I love like when they like op- They're like, this perp's been dead for forty years, and they're like. But did we check the coffin? And then they open the coffin. There's nothing in there. And you're like, oh, he's the rapist. Um, But yeah, no, they are opening up this coffin for like a long ass time. Maybe Damon just sucks at carpentry and just can't open open shit. But he is like, he's popping locks this entire scene is the thing. Like, that's that's the thing. Is they like, they reset the coffin and just started later in their like back and forth text. Like their back and forth conversation. And just, like, it is so, like, this entire scene. It's so great. But I also love that, like, Kai is just standing there mocking him, basically. He, Kai, can I say something? Yeah. He looks kind of hot this episode. (gasps) Okay, that's really funny, because I was just talking to somebody 
And they're all like, I'm a lesbian. Why do I find this man hot? I'm like, you can still be a lesbian and find a man super hot. Here's it's the like thing. It's I not even find... like that for me. I just know that exactly. like, I just know that he's attractive. I know that like the girlies and the gays would be eating this man alive in a good way. And we were, we were eating him and alive. And you were him. is the thing. We were eating him up. They were eating him up alive so much that they were shipping him with Bonnie. And it's like, uh, people were making excuses for him. And I know what he, he might be a mass murderer, but he's cutie. He's he is baby. He is baby. He's done nothing wrong. He's done nothing wrong. He's done nothing wrong except genocide, murder. So yeah, uh, Damon's mother, Damon and Stefan's mother is not here. Uh, she did not die of consumption in 1958 like they thought she did. Um, they have that proof from the prison world that she was there. Cool. At a coffee house, Stefan and Sarah, or Enzo and Sarah Salvatore have like some scene or whatever. And I just like really don't care that much about that plot line until later yeah, this episode. Kinda, yeah, it's kind of just there. They just kind of hang out and just banter and banter. Banter, witty banter, banter, witty banter. And like, I get it. There's a time and a place for Enzo's witty banter. I think um, mm-hmm. this was not the episode for his witty banter. And so he kind of bores me this episode. Anyway, back to the Whitmore College dorm room where Elena and Bonnie are like hanging out. Um, Bonnie makes some fucking joke about like (laughs) about her not flannel clothes, (laughs) which is just so. I love that. So true, Queen. Bonnie's like, I've heard of the lesbian accusations and I cannot have them anymore. (laughs) Um, so they have like a cute, they like pop a bottle of champagne. They drink, um, my favorite thing. I'm going to interrupt for a second as I always uh-huh. do. Yes. Like when Elena popped the bottle, Bonnie jumped. Yeah. That was nice. I kind of like, cause I remember like they were like doing like interviews back then. Julie, cause people were like, can, I was worried that they were just going to kind of gloss over Bonnie's trauma. And kind of be like, oh, Bonnie's back. Okay, next. And like, but Julie Pleck was like reassuring people. She was like, no, we're going to address this. Like, Bonnie's been alone for how long? This is going to have some effect on her. And when that happened and like they did like the little pop and she went, ah, I was like, yes, yes, give it to me. Give me the trauma. It's also because they never, they never address Bonnie's trauma. Never. They just kind of gloss over it. But the, like, even they also do it for a lot of the characters too. Yeah, like this character just went. But but like, I feel like this is like the first time they really kind of looked at like this had a huge effect on Bonnie. Let's play with it and see what we get. Yeah, and, and she is, is like this episode. She is angry and she's still like trying to fit back in. But I think she's realizing that she doesn't fit in the same way she used to, and it's just like. It's a very good yeah, episode because Kat Graham is a very uh, good actress. Her and, her and Ian have the same acting coach. No, no. They do. I'm not kidding. That's how they met. But also, Kat Graham is getting more out of those lessons than Ian is. I'm so sorry to say. She is, she is, she is running laps around that man. She is. I love this episode. It's very fun. I feel like we're just going to say that a lot. We're just like, I love this episode. <laughs> this is just like a very fun episode, I think, is the thing. Yeah, it feels very like, 
monster of the weeky. You know what I mean? Yeah, except the monster of the week is Caroline. And the yeah. and the monster is Twelma. They have a little like back and forth about like if Bonnie should contact Jeremy again, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Caroline comes back suddenly. She just sort of like walks in the door with like shopping bitch. bags and she's like the fucking The audacity on in. this bitch. She came in and said, Listen she's like, Listen up, fives a ten is speaking, and I fucking love this. She I, is serving cunt. Ugh. She is serving. She is she is serving cunt. She is serving in Iraq. She's <laughs> she is serving. Thank you for your service, bitch. She Good is serving me a glass of wine, and I am tipping one hundred percent. Like she is like, so. Just... Oh my god! And like I just love the like this entire goddamn scene. Just Candace can fucking because we have seen Caroline in two forms bitchy side character yeah to, and then to full-on best main character one of the best main characters in this show mm-hmm. and like so to kind of revert it's kind of like we're going back to the bitchy side character but with layers now because we now know caroline's character like you said who is this control freak you take away the humanity part caroline is going to be deadly She's so, I just, God, she's so fun. Even on Tumblr, people are like, Caroline's not going to be that bad. I'm like, uh-huh, sure. She's not going to be deadly. She will be. Like, it just, ugh. It's what the doctor ordered, and the doctor, <laughs> the doctor said, here you go. You can have a little treat. Also, the way when she just walks in completely ignores Bonnie. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, you're back. Cool. Like, she's like, girl, oh my god, Bonnie, you're, you're alive. Okay, anyway, back to me. Anyway, I am like, uh, she basically, she, number one, tells every tells them that she ate Liam. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, just so fucking great. And then also she got like new, like new sheets, new clothes. Hey, she even got them a new blow dryer. And she's just, she's so funny. Anyway, she tells a flashback about like how she was feeding on Liam. And then she, that little like voice inside of her head that tells her to stop never piped up. And basically she comes down to it where she's like, well, I was going to drain him of his blood, but I'm not really in the mood to drag your corpse through the woods and definitely not in these heels. And I could throw you in a dumpster, but everyone's always being found in dumpsters. And since I was the last person to be seen with you, I'll be questioned by police. And what if one of them reminds me of my dead mother? And (laughs) Elena's like, so you didn't kill him because it would be inconvenient. She's like, Caroline says, I shut off my humanity. I didn't turn into an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love it. And then she just drinks the bottle. I'm just like, this is, oh, I love. She's serving. She's serving. This is the best. I love, I love the OG Caroline. I love her to death. It's like how much I love no humanity, Elena. I love every version of Caroline, but this version of Caroline is very fun. 
it's just a nice little breather because like for so long people have been like when when is caroline gonna be the antagonist because every character in the show has been an antagonist at one point or another except caroline and it's even like even bonnie has been the antagonist like it's just when were we going to get evil caroline and i'm so happy we have finally got it and I'm just so happy. I love it here. God, this is such a good fucking, such a good fucking yes. show. Caroline basically lays out the situation where if anybody tries to flip her switch back on, and I love how we're all ignoring that innuendo. Um, she's like, if anyone tries anything to flip my switch back on, I'll become your worst nightmare. Great. I'm getting a latte. Bye. So... Hey. It's just like even with Elena, they tried to they because she know because she was like they've always tried to like get control of the no humanity person, yeah, and be like, and be like, okay, like we gotta fix them. Caroline's like, I know how we all work. We're not doing this shit. She's so funny. The little like fucking domino effect she sets up later is so funny, but we'll get to it later. So yes, Caroline is throwing a party. Um. <laughs> Party. I she's throwing a rave. She's thriving I, and I love yes. her. So Bonnie, Elena, and Stefan all go to this like party thing. There's also a whole bit of like Kai and Damon like trying to figure out what's up with Damon's mom, and Kai wants Bonnie to talk to him again so that he can like apologize or whatever. And Damon's like, Yeah, I'll try and make that happen. Anyway, bye. Uh so there's Ooh. that, right? <laughs> I forgot so, about that actually. Sorry, that's like the whole little subplot that they had Damon locked into because he was busy directing this episode, so whatever. Mm -hmm. Bonnie, Elaine, and Stefan go to this fucking rave, and it's so funny. It's just like a shitty warehouse party. And I love it. It is. It's really great. Are we just skipping over the Saren? Yeah, they're doing shit. Enzo yeah. tells Sarah that he's a vampire. She's like, okay, and? Oh, and then Stefan got Liam. I forgot about that. I'm trying oh. to catch up to where we are. Yeah, whatever. There was that too. Yeah. I do. I will say my, one of my favorite lines said by Stefan is, hey, uh, listen, I never thought I'd ask you this, but do you want to go to a rave? Perfect. I can't believe they made Paul Wesley say that with a straight face. Also, fun fact, speaking of Paul Wesley, um, I, he was on SVU and so was Ian Somerhalder. Oh, really? Well, it's because every actor ever has been on SVU at some point Every actor ever. Because he, he's been on the, Paul was on it twice. Well, because Paul is from New Jersey, so like, that's easy for him. But like, he was in one episode where he was a victim and then the next episode he was the, he was a murderer, I guess. So it was great. And then Ian played a, uh, rapist. <laughs> well, no. Well. No. Well. <laughs> Uh-oh. But it was just really funny, like to see them, and like there's also been like other vamp TVDU actors, and I'm like, hey, I know you, I know you, you were on my thing, and it's like, oh, why are you doing this horrible thing? <laughs> but it's fun, and they were so young in it too. It's just weird to see them like before they turned into middle-aged CW men. actors. Yeah, I've actually been watching um, Elementary recently. Um, and elementary is that like 
It's that Sherlock adaptation oh, that yeah, came yeah, out of yeah, CBS yeah, yeah, yeah. in like 2011 yeah. uh, with Lucy Liu as Watson. It's actually great. It's wonderful. I love it. But I forgot about that. I know. Another one of my favorite shows is Person of Interest. And that was also a CBS show in like the mid 2000s, right? And it was like 2010 <laughs> yeah. to like 2015, right? When I tell you every single time there's an actor I recognize on elementary, I'm always like, oh, you were on Person of Interest, right? And then I go to their IMDb page yeah. and lo and behold, every single fucking time, they were also on Person of Interest. It's it's like that, like, um, that Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's like sitting in a chair holding a glass of bourbon and he's pointing at Just the Just pointing, I know you. I know you. Anyway, it's a rave. <laughs> anyway... The rave. Uh, this rave is so fucking funny. It's such just like a grimy warehouse party. And I'm like, we've all been here. It but is. besties, we could have done better. <laughs> we could have done I, better. I thought it was cool. I thought it was fun. You know, like I, I enjoyed the beat. Have you ever played Hitman? Because this really reminds me of the Hitman 3 Berlin I've... level. <laughs> I've never played it, but I've watched people play it. But like, I do understand what you're saying. It's like you're in like a dance party and you're like... Trying to find your victim and then you drop a grenade and blow everybody up. Yeah, and you blow yourself up as well. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Elena and Stefan are scheming. These two are schemers and they are schemers down to their core and they're not about to change the fact that they're little schemers. Yeah. Uh, Stefan has a plan, allegedly. Anyway. <gasps> Damon calls Bonnie. And Ooh. he tries to get her to talk with Kai. And she's like, absolutely fucking not. Like, don't repeat that name to me again. Yeah. And Damon, I, like, actually looks guilty. He's like, oh, yeah, um, sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He realizes he shouldn't have done that. He's like, oh. And I kind of like that. They're giving Damon's realizing his actions have consequences whoa Interesting. who damon, would have guessed when did damon become a character that we're like oh he's actually being nice and realizing what he did was wrong oh wild interesting i can't believe we've come for full circle well you've come full circle i've come full circle i'm he's still on fucking you're cold. almost there he's still on thin ice and I don't he's think he's ice. gonna he's I don't think he's gonna redeem himself any more than he did when he's Bonnie's bestie. I'm gonna be so real with you. Yeah. He doesn't really redeem himself that much, but he's it's enough for him to be like where I'm like in watching season one and I'm like, he's a horrible person. I'm like, you get better, it's okay, I can do it, you'll be fine. Kai reveals a little bit of info about um Damon's mom to him. And he's Whoa. Uh, like, yeah, like, I checked out the Gemini archives. Lily was captured on a dock in New York City in 1903. What if she was on your way, her way here for you? I mean, it makes sense. She just landed from Europe where, and then Kai just, like, cuts off, and he's like, oh, my uh, throat got really sore. Sorry. Anyway, they're kind of funny. I, I do think yeah. Damon and uh, Kai are kind of a funny duo, considering they're just the fucking worst dudes you know. They're the worst people in the world, but they're fucking hilarious together. It's like the Three Stooges. They minus are just one fucking funny. <laughs> also, I loved the um, 
we didn't talk about it, but like the little like fun things that happen with like with Caroline, like dancing with the guy about to eat him and Car- and Elena being like, oh, and Elena and Caroline's like, uh uh uh. She's He's like, so you funny. can't do anything. And then Bonnie burning that guy with acid or whatever with her hand. She's also so funny, which I think this is just another way of like, she's kind of like, she has trauma. She doesn't want to be touched right now. And he's like. Plus he did touch her like without her consent. So like. Exactly. And so she's like, "Mm, actually, fuck you. And I, but I love that, like the witty thing. She's like, I can't help it. I'm hot. That is a line that would have been said in legacies. And I just think that that's perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, for a fact that Lizzie Saltzman would have said that and I would have fully supported her. That does sound like a Lizzie Saltzman line for sure, though. It It really sounds like a Lizzie line. This. Oh, my God. Is Bonnie going into her Lizzie Saltzman era and she just doesn't like we just she's going into her Lizzie Saltzman era before Lizzie Saltzman exists. Yeah, she's in the Lizzie Saltzman era and everyone everyone in the show is like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's a secret mascot tool we'll use for later. She's anyway, season one, Lizzie. She really is. She's also kind of a yeah. little bit of season three, very obviously a lesbian Lizzie. You yes. Know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Uh, I think it's the Caroline and Stefan scene at the warehouse party. Stefan approaches Caroline and there he just like acts like he's having fun or whatever. And eventually they get around talking about their like relationship. Stefan having fun. Well, listen, it's been known to happen once a once a century or so. (laughs) It's bound to happen every century or so. All right. Nobody can be that serious all the time. Um, But eventually, like he. Um, eventually Stefan admits that he really likes Caroline and Caroline's like, oh, that wasn't so hard, was it? Only took a couple of years, cancer to devour my mom, me to flip my humanity off, but you finally spit it out. And Stefan's like, good, anger, that means you want to feel something. And Steph- and Caroline's like, mm, actually, no, fuck you. And she leaves. Red to self. And... she like Stefan makes one like last minute like hey like it's gonna hurt when you let it in and you'll want to die but I will be there for you I'm gonna help you through this but you have to give me a chance please and um, Uh. Caroline's just like you shouldn't have done that I oh it's just even the chemistry between her and Paul it's so good you could just feel it. You were just like, you could feel like genuinely like he was, obviously he was going a bit harder than he should have, but like, oh, yeah. it just, oh, oh my God. It's just, oh my God. I, it's just, I love when she's evil. It's so perfect. She's so fun when she's evil because she genuinely has such good schemes. Um. Ugh. So Caroline walks away and she runs into Liam in the hallway and she's like, hey, honest truth, how good are you at surgery? And Liam's like, I'm a pre-med sophomore. I'm terrible. She's like, perfect. Wonderful. She, I love is, how she- scheming. 
I love how she went, wow, you're so boring. No wonder Elena didn't pick you. And she, and like, the, truly, damn. damn. This man was just living his life. and <laughs> He truly is like the worst. <laughs> He, he he hasn't really done anything horrible to any of these characters. Like yeah, he's no, truly like, just he going re- through it. He's just a pre-med. He's, he's like just, he's just a punching bag. And it's so funny though. Like so sorry to this man, but it is kind of yeah, funny. It is funny. Outside of the warehouse party, um, Caroline has made a few calls, and she has called. Um, uh, she has called apparently Enzo, who comes up. And um, Enzo comes up. She makes some joke about how um, he doesn't want to bring Sarah Salvatore around everybody. Uh, and she, like, makes some joke about, like, how she's, like, his date or whatever. And Caroline tries to, like, uh, feel him up a little bit. And he's like, mm, no, thank you. You have your humanity off. It's no fun when you're not you. Um which, Which is like Enzo, kind of king behavior, actually, is the thing. Honestly, he's like, you're doing this because you want to get a rise out of somebody, and I'm not like that. I'm not that girl. And I, you and know like, what? So true. Good for him. So true, Enzo. He's because not like if other Caroline girls. Threw herself at you. I would be like, you know what? I'm no better than no man. I mean, <laughs> Enzo. Sorry, like I'm no better than no man. Come here, mama. <laughs> Literally, like I, you know, it's very much like. Hey, he's a gentleman. He's yeah, a gentleman. He wants, if he's gonna if he's gonna sleep with Caroline, he at least wants her humanity on. And I love that they're kind of going back to the Caroline Enzo duo. Like we kind of lost that or like for a while. I'm, I'm we lost bad. that because she wasn't. Yeah, they weren't like working. Like she wasn't really like flirting back with him. But now she's like trying to use it again. It's just so. What a yes. good show. What a I good love when show. They just, I just love, I love that. I love, this is, I, oh my God, I think my rating for this episode might have changed. Might have gone up a little bit? It might have gone up. Okay, um, I just got, sorry to interrupt for a second. Yeah. I just got a text from a, a from a gay man on a gay app. Okay. And mm-hmm. it, the message just is, where are you? <laughs> I'm gonna die. Halfway through this podcast, you just hear, you just hear me go, Brian, what do you want to write this episode? I'll think I'll give it a... Your grinder hookup is out for revenge. Yeah, he's out for revenge. He's, he's going to kill me. <laughs> that's so funny. I'm so sorry, but that's so funny. It is funny. It is funny. <laughs> I thought I would share. Um. So Enzo, like, walks away from... Caroline, she's like, oh, whatever. But she looks down and she has picked the uh, cell phone out of his pockets while he was distracted by her seduction, which I think is very funny. Uh, And she scrolls through the contacts and finds the name she's looking for, Sarah Salvatore. (gasps) Evil. She has a genuinely diabolical plan. Like, genuinely, this shit is diabolical. I love it. Oh, I love her so much. Back inside the warehouse party, uh, Damon has arrived, and he um, 
brought he like brings Bonnie out to the hallway and then oh. he shows her Kai. And Kai uh fucking flounders. Um he like he like gets like nervous, which is weird. And I, I like mean, it. If I saw Kakri, I might also would get nervous. I also would get nervous <laughs> and stutter. But basically, he says that he wanted to apologize for anything that he did to hurt her. And she is having bad flashbacks to the prison world this the hurt. whole time. This hurt me. Like, this just, like, watching this, like, I had to, like, because full transparency, I was playing Minecraft with people while watching this episode. So I had to, like, stop playing and, like, pay attention because I genuinely love this scene. It's such like, a good uh, scene. It's just, it's so sad because Bonnie just wants to heal. And at the same time, like, I understand where Kai is coming from. Like, he is as as bad as the person he's be. He wants to make up for it. But, like, it's only for his benefit, not for Bonnie's benefit. Yeah. It's to make himself feel better. It's very sociopathic behavior. Um, And then poor Damon's just caught in the middle who just wants to find his mom. And it's, uh, uh, it's sad. And then also showing like everything that Kai did to her. Yeah. Just, it just kind of, it's like, it's a punch in the face. And it's just like, boom, boom. Like, here's what Kai did to Bonnie and you ship them. You're gross. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was, I'm fully against Bon Kai shippers. I am sorry. Like, I understand the chemistry between Chris Wood and Kat Graham. Beautiful chef's kiss. I'd love to see them play lovers in a lifetime movie. Not these characters. Never, ever in a bajillion million years. A hard anti-Bonkai stance. Hard anti-Bonkai stance. I'm very sorry. I, your ships are valid. You are a beautiful human being. Whatever you ship, you. I'm, I don't blame you. I just don't like your ships. <laughs> <laughs> I just think your ship sucks. I just think your ship sucks. I'm sorry. So, uh, Bonnie tells Kai that if she sees his face again, she will melt it off. Uh, and Kai's just like, well, uh, okay. And, um, anyway, (laughs) at the other side of the warehouse party, uh, at the other side of the warehouse party, Elena and Stefan are like, Stefan's like, hey, it worked. I like, she's still in there. We'd have to find her. And Elena's like, okay, did she leave? And, um, like, that's bad. That's bad. So they try and go and find her. And before they can go look for her, uh, Stefan's phone rings. He looks down to see Enzo calling uh, him. And turns out on the other end of the line, it's not Enzo. It's Caroline. And, uh, Caroline. Uh Uh, Stefan's like, what the fuck are you doing with Enzo's phone? She's like, that's not important. Uh, What you should be asking right now is why does Enzo have Sarah Salvatore's number in his phone? Or maybe, where is Sarah Salvatore? And ultimately, what the hell are you going to do to her, Caroline? Mm-hmm. Uh, and eventually, uh, we see that Caroline is in Skull Bar, and uh, Sarah Salvatore walks in, and um, Stefan asks Caroline, what the hell are you going to do with Sarah? And she's like, they're finally an appropriate question. Thanks for asking. As a matter of fact, I'm going to kill her. And she hangs up. And I love that she pretends to be Enzo, too. 
She's my, so funny. Comedy queen, honestly. I am just... Oh, my God. I I just have nothing to say. Like, it's just nothing that I haven't already said. Like, she this serves is just cunt. Perfect. She's serving. She's serving cunt. There's, She's serving three so tours of cunt, cunt right served. now. <laughs> there's so much cunt being served that there's a cunt shortage in America now. Bonnie heads back to her dorm room. Damon follows her and she basically she beats the shit out of him and she's like, I'm never going to like forgive Kai. Don't fucking try again. Get out. Um, so there's that. I genuinely thought this is gonna be the start of evil Bonnie, like dark Bonnie. God. Like, what would I what I would have given to have her have a better villain arc? Oh. I genuinely thought that's what we were go- like this is where we're going towards I, and it's just a great scene like like being like oh it's one of my favorite Bayman scenes and i just love how she just makes him feel how she felt yeah oh good it's move. just it's just so poetic it's so good it's just poetic and cat graham left no crumbs she ate she ate. She ate. Like Candace, <laughs> Candace was serving. Cat Graham ate. All right, listen. I don't know what Candace you want me to say Kat here. Cat Graham ate. Nina Dobrev, <laughs> ally. Also was there. <laughs> Nina Dobrev, ally. <laughs> so true, actually, Queen. You know what? I think it's good that like. Here's the thing: is all three of these girls are acting their asses off, and then the boys are just yeah. kind of there, and it's so funny every yeah. time. Yeah, and it's kind of nice because Elena's take like took a little bit of a back, like got to take a little bit of a backseat this episode and kind of be like the she's the main character. She kind of got to play like the secondary character in this episode, which is kind of fun. Yeah. If I'm serving cunt and you're serving cunt, who's, who's flying, flying the, the plane? plane? <laughs> <laughs> it just bobbed into my head. Who's flying the plane is going to be the name of this episode now. Who's flying the plane? Yeah. I love it. Stefan and Elena make their way into Skull Bar, where Caroline is making margaritas in the blender. And can I just say, as far as drinks you can make if you have a full bar there, why are you settling for margaritas? Ladies, margaritas suck ass. Let's not pretend that they don't suck. Unless Caroline's just putting tequila with the side of ice. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah. Margaritas? That's what you're making? Come on. You can make some more fun things. You got a whole bar. Anyway. True. Um, over the phone, Liam's panicked voice appears, and Sarah is under Liam's surgical knife. And it's not going to be good for her, girlies. It's not going to be good for her. And no anesthesia, no sterile environments. Did Liam wash his hands? <laughs> wash your fucking hands. I don't think Liam even washed his hands. He's not wearing gloves, not a mask. Like, what's going on here, bestie? Anyway. Liam would not survive COVID. <laughs> he would not have. I don't even know if he survives no. this show, actually. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember either. Maybe he just disappears. He transfers to a different country. He does. He goes to Alaska. <laughs> Always shipping off characters to Alaska. That way they can never come back. Alaska and Colorado. 
Who goes to Colorado? Uh, Jeremy did. Season Jeremy went to New three, Mexico. Four. Oh, Colorado and, and no, okay. the first the first time. I was like, he went to New Mexico this time, which is like four feet away from Colorado. But you know what I mean. (laughs) And shout out to, oh, who are these actors? Uh, Shout out to Marco James, who is playing Liam Davis, and Tristan Mays, who's playing Sarah Salvatore. They both have a lot of really real visceral panic in this scene, which I think is very good. Yes. Like, they did a really good job of it. It felt like we were getting back to, like, those, like, horror roots that Vampire Diaries has. It felt a little bit like something from a Saw movie. Yeah, it did. It felt a little bit Saw to me. And I love when we get these little horror moments in Vampire Diaries. It's great. Long story short of this scene, Caroline basically admits that she's in love with Stefan. She doesn't say it quite like that, but she's like, that's the Stefan who can bring me back. And uh, she's like, actually, Stefan, turn your humanity off. And I will... uh, I will call off Liam from killing Sarah. The gag. Watching this in real time. Gag of the century. This, Let's be so real Caroline here. Caroline knows and has experience. Ripper Stefan. He, it's not even no humanity Stefan. It's Ripper Stefan. Um, she has experienced it multiple times. And she knows how deadly he can be. So the fact that with no humanity, Caroline, like no humanity, Caroline's like, turn it off. You know, like there's some fun. Turn it off. Like, you know, that this Carol, that our Caroline is gone because other Caroline would be not do would not be doing that at all. It's just really fucking good. It is. And it just adds like a new like threat level to this because we thought because Caroline is just deadly on her own. Add a ripper to that, we're fucked. Uh, Stefan says, no, that's not going to happen, Caroline. Caroline picks up her phone. She's like, hey, Liam, can you cut out her spleen? And then in the most brilliant callback of the fucking century, Caroline's like, relax. She can live without a spleen. And I just... Whoever decided they were going to have Caroline Kai parallels, yeah. Mm-hmm. You deserve a raise for that. Whatever they were paying you, they should have paid you more. The little script supervisor that, like, keeps track of all the canon. They should have paid like, you I'm more, the- sir. They should. They definitely should have paid you more. Especially the person who worked on the Legacies one, like, who kept track of the canon. <laughs> Fucking Hunger Games salute with that three whistle. <laughs> Just, like... Truly, it's so genius to have a Caroline Kai parallel because as much as Kai is. is sort of like this childish little man child, uh, he also is like a brilliant villain because he really truly doesn't give a shit or he really truly didn't give a shit. So it's a very yeah. good idea to have her parallel this because right now she's a genius and she doesn't care about humanity. She just like doesn't want to get caught. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just I, so... I, uh it's so great fuck i love this show dude i didn't even realize that parallel until you said something that's kind of cool it's so cool stefan asks liam uh where he is liam answers before caroline can say no uh and basically he is at whitmore medical uh stefan sends elena away to go get sarah and um 
Caroline's like, good luck getting there in time. She's so funny. And she's like, actually, actually, you know what, Liam? I changed my mind. Uh, Leave the spleen. Let's make it a little more symbolic. Take out her heart. Oh, that's evil. It's some evil shit. Also, a very funny line that Liam says that I don't want to gloss over is Liam is like staring at the blood, like the lacerations on Sarah's abdomen. And he's like, I think I'm going to go into pediatrics, which is just really funny. It's really funny. He's like, I'll just work with the kids. It's okay. Like, this is. He's like, I'll be a doctor to babies. Like, I can't do this. I just, uh, it's just. It's so fucking wild to see Caroline, a character that we've loved and has been like, despite even being a total bitch in season one, she still was such a kind, caring, giving person who gave everything she had to people and expected nothing in return. And now that she can find, now that she's like snapped, basically, I love this. This is just beautiful. It's so funny. So Stefan like vamp speeds towards the bar. He like throws Caroline across the room. The phone slides across the floor. Caroline trips him with the leg of the table and then fucking stabs him in the back with the broken table leg. Presidential alert. The girls are fighting. The girls are fighting. I love this scene. I love when these two fight. Where the fuck were we? <laughs> um, okay. Elena looking for Liam. Well, we're actually at the Salvatore boarding house where Kai explains that uh, Damon's mother was actually a ripper. And she was <gasps> like a big time ripper. Uh, she killed more than 3,000 people, which is like absurd. And I cannot believe that. Apparently she had like a little like closet full of crazies which we will learn about them <gasps> later but i do love that she I was w- a ripper and yet she couldn't help like stop but like stop and pick up like misfit toys that she found <laughs> it's it I, feels like a very stefan instinct wonder, you know what i mean yeah yeah i know i wonder who i wonder who these misfits are you know like i just i don't know i'm They're, so interested i wonder they have, um, i'm I wonder, so interested i wonder if if they if there's lesbians. I wonder if there's lesbians in there. I wonder also if like, I wonder why the Gemini Coven made it their deal to stop this vampire. You know what I mean? Yeah, why Why Lily? Like, what did Lily do? Like, what, what did she who, and her little, she? her little, her little <laughs> coven of besties do? Her, her, her little gang. Her little like, gang. gang of vampires. This 1920s. <laughs> the sharks and the jets, they're going to start fucking snapping. Yeah, put them up. Put them up. Yeah. <laughs> they have a dance put off. Put them up. <laughs> um, Kai looks like genuinely kind of sad that he had to tell Damon this information, uh, which is just very funny. Yeah. Uh, Bonnie calls Jeremy and he doesn't even fucking pick up the phone. <laughs> Bro. He doesn't even pick up the phone. Um. Anyway, she is just like, hey, um, I don't know what my deal is right now, so I'm going to figure me out. Uh, and then I promise I'll come visit you. Okay, bye. Yeah. So. Good for her. You know, set those boundaries. 
It's because her and Jeremy just the Jeremy break. Maybe it wasn't meant to be. But they it were a such a good up. couple. Is the thing that they sucks were. is they were like one of the best couples on this show, and they broke up so often. Like, come on. He did. They broke up a lot. Elena's running around looking for find Sarah and Liam, and basically. Sarah's like pleading for her life and Liam's like, you're making it worse. You're only going to make it worse. Please stop. I don't want to do this either. Uh, And he shoves a torn piece of her shirt into her mouth to keep her from screaming. And um, Sarah or Liam picks up like a sternal saw, which is just like a drill, basically. And he's like, I've never used one of these before. I'm so sorry. And again, this is just like, this is Saw. We just, we're doing a Saw yeah. right now is what we're doing. They're both in Saw. Like, and Liam's also the victim too, even exactly. though he's the one doing it. Exactly. Um, it's just so, God. I love it. Sarah stops screaming eventually and Liam's like, I think she passed out. And Carolyn's like, okay, then kill her and call me when it's done. Elena calls Stefan. And uh, Caroline picks up and she's like, it's Stefan's phone. And um, basically, Elena can't find them. They're running out of time. And Stefan just says to Elena, bring me back. And he's, he just, he says this really painstaking line, which is, just remember to bring me back. Oh, Paul Wesley. A, Paul Wesley, you're so Selena fucked up shipper, for this one. As a Julie, as a Julie shipper, no. As a, as a Stelena shipper, in this day and age, like when we got this like little tiny crumb, I was so sad. Like I cried. I think I cried when I first watched this. Because it's just, Stefan knows deep down, Elena knows how to bring him back to life. Like, deep just... down, it's such a funny little turn of events that we have made occur here. Like, Caroline's like, no, I want Stefan to turn his humanity off because Stefan can bring me back. <laughs> and then, like, Elena's the only one who can bring <laughs> Stefan back. But, like, it's just so it's just... funny. And it's also, when you think about it, on Caroline's part, such a well-calculated move because Stefan and Elena have broken up. And Stefan's in love yeah. with Caroline now. You know, like, you don't know if those feelings are still there at the same to, like, bring him back. Like, it's so... Oh, my God. It is. It is. Oh, my God. It's perfect. And I love it. It's just such a... Hold on. I... <laughs> Can I do something real quick? I did discover soundboards on Discord. So for this, I don't know if it'll pick up on the recording, but... Hold on. Let me turn up my soundboard. I have my oh, soundboard okay. volume all the way down. Hold up. Hold up. Okay. Hold up, I'll turn it up just a little bit for you. Okay, thank you. Because right. I want to see if this will work. Go for okay, it. Okay, are we ready? Yeah. Okay, so so this is how I felt when Stefan and Elena, I get a Stelena crumb in, in, her, in season six. <laughs> really? Because this is how I feel. <laughs> I don't have that one. That one's from my, that was from a, a separate oh. server. Oh, I need to make, I need to get some, I only have. Vine, the Vine boom sound effect is very funny. <laughs> oh my God. When I get Stelena crumbs in, in season six. <laughs> okay, now we need to stop playing with the soundboard. We're, we're done. Okay, we're we done now. Stop. The funny thing we're is done. I I'll have turn- an actual soundboard with my 
like on my console right now. So I can do soundboard things. You just can't hear it. Oh my God. I'd be feeling like that'd be fun if we could like incorporate them into the show. I know. I'm going to try, I'm going to try and loop it in so you can hear it a little bit, but I don't know how successful that will be. Hang on. I'll read. Hang on. Hang on. Um, And scene. Oh my God. That was such a funny sound. (laughs) (laughs) I'm acting. See, (laughs) I hate us. Um, anyway, Elena, Elena bursts into the room. Uh, she sees, uh, Liam is covered in blood. Uh, there's an open wound on Sarah's chest, bloody instruments all over the floor, but he hasn't killed her yet. And Liam's like terrified. He's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. And he lunges for Sarah's heart while... Elena's trying to heal her and she just like breaks both of his wrists and he falls to the floor. Uh, Ouch. Ouch. Hopefully, can we figure out if vampire blood can heal broken bones? It has to, right? Yeah, I feel like it has to. Um, basically she saves Sarah's life. Cool. So she... Pulls, Elena pulls out her phone, dials Stefan. It rings a few times. And um, Stefan's just like, uh, hello? And it cuts to the restaurant where he's pouring himself a fucking margarita as he answers the phone. And um, <laughs> Elena's like, please don't tell me you shut it off, Stefan, please. And Stefan's like, okay, I won't. And he takes a little sip of his margarita. He passes the phone to Caroline and Caroline's like, Anyway, she's like laying back on the bar, just chilling, and she's just like, he shut it off. And she tosses the phone aside. Stefan drinks his little margarita, and that's how the episode fucking ends. <laughs> what? I, it's such a be. It's such a perfect ending. It's just the Bonnie and Clyde of it all. It's it's, it's the Bonnie and Clyde of it all. I cannot fucking wait because we we're being we're being spoiled right now. It's so good. It's just it's so fucking good. I oh. just fucking love the show. I love the Bonnie and Clyde of it all. I love this final shot of Stefan just calmly drinking a margarita as Caroline's just like laying back across the bar in her hot girl evil era. She's yeah, just so and, and, and then the, like rave hair like ugh. With the Britney Spears slave for you hair, like yes, oh, truly, truly, this episode. I know overall the Vampire Diaries is such a straight show. This episode, yeah. this one's for the gays. This one is for the yeah. gays. It was this episode. They literally, I think it was written by two gay people too, because Caroline Dreas is gay. Is and Brian, I think Brian Young, Young gay? Is also- I think he's also gay. Hang on. Was this for the gays? I think it was. Caroline Dreas, my my favorite lesbians. She she wrote a good episode. It was. It really was a gay episode. And you know what? It was a win for me. And it can be a win for you. <laughs> it's a win for you, Brian. But what are you ranking this episode? Originally, I was going to go with an 8.5. Okay. But n- now that I've s- talked it out with you and, like, kind of remembered, like, 
all the emotions I felt like back in the day and everything like that. You're going to 10. You're going to 10 for this? I'm going to 10. That's wild. I had no problems with it now. Like, I genuinely think this is one of the strongest episodes of the season. Wow. Wow. Like, like if I had to like like take it down to a nine point five, it would probably be because of the Stefan and en- the not Stefan and Enzo, the Sarah and Enzo stuff. But even that, I can just kind of be like, okay, I can tune out for a second and then get right back to the Caroline stuff. Oh my god, a ten! Yeah, I'm controversial yet brave. Controversial yet brave, always. Um, I don't know if I'm. 10. I don't know if I'm with you on a 10. Okay, that's fair. Valid. But I think I could be with you on a 9.5. This is a fun episode. Yep. Shit just happens. It's a, it's a snappy-paced episode. It's just... It's snappy. It's fun. It's fast. Like, it, it genuinely... Like, I feel like this is, like, the fastest episode we've ever, like, gone through. Because it's so streamlined. It is. It's a very streamlined episode. Like we, I feel like we said that like four times already. But like, it's, it's not quick. Like we had it doesn't to like overstay into- its welcome. Yeah, everyone's plots met together at the end, and it was perfect. And Britney Spears slay for you hair. Like, truly, what more could yes. you want? What more we, could you we want? Just, get, just a giant boa constrictor. And- <laughs> we could just let her go. Have, is the thing is that we I could just let her do. Oh that. my god. <laughs> and Caroline Form singing Slave for You on top of the bar drinking a margarita with a giant snake. Oh, oh my god. What have been iconic. There. The vision is there. They couldn't get the rights, but the vision was there. Exactly. <laughs> um, Who's the MVP this episode? Caroline, I'm sorry. And it's, it's, Caroline. it's definitely Caroline. Okay, thank you. I was like, I don't want to be the one to say it, but it is kind of Caroline. This is kind it's of Caroline's Caroline. season, actually. She has four MVPs yes. thus far. Yeah, this is kind of because we, uh, like, I don't want, like, spoiler alert, this is Nina's last season as a main character. But, like, they're kind of testing the waters this season with Candace and um, Kat being the main characters. And it pays off because it, it gives them better stories and like. They did. It, I it think worked. over the rest of the course of the show, though, they did really make Caroline the main character instead of Bonnie, which I think ultimately yeah. is just because Cat Graham suffered a lot of racism on that set and in the writer's room as well. Um, and in the fandom as well, too. And, Espe- in the and especially because of and I, it got worse because of her and Damon being shipped together. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah, this season is for sure Caroline's season. Like she has four MVPs thus far. The closest to her is Kai with three. And I don't necessarily know as though he'll be catching up because I don't. I don't think he will be either. But like what a good. I don't think so either. What a good season for the girlies, honestly. The girlies and the gays were kind of thriving this episode because I remember we gave Luke. Uh, an MVP. We gave Luke parentheses the gays an MVP as well. Yeah. Um, so the girlies and the gays. This is this is our season. <laughs> I can't wait. That's it for this episode. Next week or next time we are watching season six, episode seventeen, "A Bird in a Gilded Cage." 
Um, I don't I like remember kind of in... what happens this episode at all. I I kind of do. I think I do. I just don't remember the top of my head. But I love that we're kind of done with the um, 1994 music titles for the season. And now we're in the 1903 episode title. This one was still a 1994 title, but I think the next one, yeah, is oh, okay. a. Yeah, this is a Nine Inch Nails a 19, song. It starts. It's oh, whoops. A uh, bird in a gilded <laughs> cage, I believe. <laughs> I believe is a. It's a song from 1903. I know that one. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um. But yeah. What a. I'm excited. What a wild episode. Oh, I just looked at the cast list. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This will be an episode we're, for sure. We're gonna, it's going to be a fun one. I, I think I remember the top of my head. I think I remember what it's about. Oh, yeah. And I think we're going to have some fun. Oh, we're going to have a time. But that'll be next week. Oh. Until then, you can follow us at Afterbite Pod any way you get your socials. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or I... What's the other one? Uh, Spotify? Spotify is the other one. I don't know why I just forgot the fucking name Spotify. Like, it's not the biggest music platform in the goddamn world. Jesus. God. Christ. I'm struggling. It's only 8 p.m., but I think I need to go to bed, actually, is the thing. You you know what? Go to bed. I'm going to eat some pizza rolls. Going to be thriving is what I'm hearing. We're thriving. Um, 30, 30, Hey, uh, go fucking call your mom. You call your mom. listening? Go call your mom. <laughs> call your mom or um uh, or I'll do it for you. Yeah, yell, yell.